with the podcast with a great friend of me and Jordan's, Mr. Connor Kerr. Let's see how we get on today at Welcome the Barber's Chair. Yeah, boy. As always. Let's as see. always. <laughs> so, hey, what fight is that we actually have on the background there, let's? That's uh, with Rufro Davy. Oh, happy days, Connor. Yeah. Who was that again, uh, Connor? And it was in Wales. Yes. Carl Sampson, Carl Sampson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was it like? Um, Sort of obviously travelling over to Wales for the pro debut as well, kind Um, well, it was dead on for us travelling over, but to everybody else it was meant to come didn't get because the uh, flights got cancelled. So, and that was family and stuff. Then didn't get to go as well, man. Yeah, my mum and my dad and my friends and stuff. But my brother and my girlfriend were there, and then obviously the coach. Class, class. So I wasn't completely alone. You've obviously fought loads, like, but. In terms of like obviously that was your first pro debut, like was there a bit of nerves early? Yeah, and, and then I was out of the ring injured for a while too, so you have all that okay. in your head before you know, obviously it's nervous enough doing your pro debut, but going away from home and then taking on a tough heavier opponent into the bargain after being out for nearly two years injured. So you kinda yeah. have all that in your head. Yeah, because you we went, uh, it was super featherweight, wasn't it, as a amateur mate? It was featherweight, as it was featherweight, as I boxed at a lightweight as well, but if they were, uh, like, most recent, I would have, my card goes backwards, I started heavier, usually it goes the other way, so I went 60 to 57, lightweight to feather, usually goes the other way. Tell you what, in that video there in the background, mate, you look shredded. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you've definitely put the work in there, like anyway. You can see every vein popping out there. <laughs> you don't stay like that for too long, do you, though? Know? <laughs> Straight to McDonald's. Have we any predictions for the next fight as well, Connor? Like anything coming up, mate? Or? Well, there's uh, I'm not exactly sure when I'll be out again. I kind of have a rough idea, but it's not like sad. Nothing's. Okay. I was hoping to get out before Christmas, but we kind of knew a couple of weeks ago that you wouldn't be, you know. Okay. It would have been nice to get on that bill yesterday. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't have been too, uh, too shabby now, eh? There was talks of me getting on it before, and then didn't materialise. So great, great. See, there's a profile, I was. Two out of four, so isn't really four rounds then, like? You start off doing four, and then you move up to six, eight, ten, you know. And how does that determine, like? Well, he kind of goes off whether you want to go up, you know. So my next one will be a six rounder. Because you want to do a six rounder? Yeah, well, you kind of just have to build, because you're, when you're amateur, you do three degrees. So it's just building. Used to do the longer right, okay, okay. Very, very, very well, to be honest with you, bro. Yeah, probably, uh, kind of the best person to have. Oh, no, literally, mate, because he, uh, like, even the day before he came to us, he'd done an interview with Belfast Live, Um, I think it was just about PPT, basically, in general, Anderson Boxing in general, and then about that girl, is it Caitlin Phelan, I think her name is? Yeah. So, I was like, flip, Dan's actually doing Belfast Live one day. Uh, and then up with us the next day, you know, for a play to him, even, you know, sort of penciling us in as well, mate, but he's a man of his word, like. We're the bigger one like that, mate. Oh, I... <laughs> Just 
Oh, he's kind of on that down for showing up. <laughs> he's a legend, mate, I swear. So, Connor, let's go back a wee bit on the journey here, Bossman. What, uh, what age are you then when you sort of actually first step foot into a boxing club? Well, I've had a wee go at it when I was younger, like eight or so, but I only okay. lasted a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. So, and then. Can I easy getting punched in the face? <laughs> no. <Definitely not>. So. <laughs> And then I went back to it um, when I got older then. I think I went back when I was 16. So, Bally Clara would have been fifth year. Yeah, so I was, six, I was 16. Okay, okay. Um, I kind of got into it more through because my brother and my dad got me into it. Okay. So, there I guess you could put the gloves on me and uh, throw me in the garage and punch enemy before I could box. So. <laughs> Derek used to do this, didn't he? You had to get your own back on Derek, you know what So what, what's the age gap between uh, what's what's the age gap between uh, you and Derek, you know what uh, Three and a half years. Right, so. okay, okay. Definitely a uh, bit of a harder punch then as well from Derek, you know what oh, I was eight years between me and my big brother, mate, and uh, I took many a finishing move off him, like so I did, but bad crack. We never, we don't, didn't fight much, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, you learned how to fight back, probably, mate, that's when you, you that's didn't it. fight too much, mate. Yeah, so my dad actually, when I am away, would have ended up sparring in the garage, and my okay. dad would have been refereeing. Like, <laughs> so at this stage, but is Derek into the boxing? Because Derek actually had a bit of a sort of spurt of the amateurs as well, did he? Or? Yeah, he was uh, boxing first, and then... Yeah. When I went to his first fight, then I kind of wanted to as well because it was all buzz of it, you know. Okay, okay. That was actually in Glen Gormley. Okay, okay. So that's where we both boxed for Glen Gormley, BC. So Dad has basically two uh, two punchers under the belt then at this stage as well. Well, what? And the keepers apart. One. <laughs> one. <laughs> Class. <with> Pillow fists. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So you're actually 16 then at walking in then for this? Yeah, and, uh, and so at 16 then, how quick is it basically until you actually put the amateur gloves on then, if that makes sense, mate? Well, it's kind of everybody's going to be different on yeah. their ability, I suppose. Okay. Um, I think I had my first fight then when I was 17, so it was pretty quick. Right, know, yeah, definitely is, mate. But came a, came a long way since then. Right, So. Well, as you say, there obviously the back, the head boxing coach has obviously seen something in you sort of straight away as well, mate. You know, there's not many people are sort of going to the gym and then within a year, you know, obviously putting the amateur gloves on, like. Yeah, um, it's all about the coaching too, and then some people just pick things up quicker than others, don't yeah, they? You know, yeah. so and kind of just took to it. Hundred percent. Kind of reminding me of one about the streets, and we all used to just. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Royal Rumble. I was more sure the one getting the, the beatings, like, but, uh, Yourself was, Jordan? Yeah. Class, class. They're all over me. Right, okay. I think it was usually the one handing them out to, one they? Right, right. Get them put people in bins and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Some good times, eh? Where was this saying, lads? Where are you actually running around this stage? Oh, off, sort of, Mosley, yeah? Mosley. Class, class. So then, Connor, you're actually at the age of 16, sort of 17, mate. And now, basically, you've decided to yourself that 
this is it, like you showed, obviously going to yeah, maybe um, cut the streets out a wee bit now as well, sort of focus down on the boxing, mate. Yeah, well. So you get as much amateur experience under the belt. Yeah, obviously I just start, you don't really go into it thinking, you know, like that's going to be what you're going to do, you know, okay, obviously okay. I have one pro, but when I just I enjoyed it, so I just stuck at it and progressed, I suppose. And you actually enjoyed the training side of it and stuff then as well, mate? Yeah, well, as, as much as you can, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Train them, but yeah, it's hard, but it's good. Okay, I want to try and down past uh, Prince Charles Avenue. Sorry, you roll no. up at it, you roll no bad hill. Actually, yeah. Flip me. That's taking. <laughs> that's no way. That's enjoyable. No, it's enjoyable when you have the top like that. <laughs> when you look back down, but that's what I mean. It's hard, but it's good. You actually have like all sorts of layers on as well. I think it was actually. Uh, Right, okay, okay. Must have been doing the cut that day. Yeah, yeah. Too many spuds. <laughs> <laughs> What's actually been the sort of heaviest weight cut then for you as well, Connor? Do you sort of try and stay around that weight? Well, I would, when I got injured and came back, I was 69 and I fight at 57. So coming back down from obviously yeah. being injured and being out that long. Yeah. You know, you don't obviously intend to be going up that high again, like, so. <laughs> I'm getting an eye while you were running up the Prince Charles way, mate, with, yeah. <laughs> with these extra layers on me, <laughs> definitely. Thinking about all the bad things I've done. <laughs> so then, at what stage, obviously you're a Glen Gormley boxing coach then at this, at this stage, mate? Yeah. And then, so where have we ventured on to then, say we're sort of, you know, maybe even halfway in their amateur career at this stage? Well, I moved from Glen Gormley to Ballyclare Boxing okay. Club, which is where I went to school, so I kind of just switched to there yep. for a few years. And it's good to get move around because then you're getting different, you know, coaching. 100%. Like, and then obviously I went to Monkstown as well after that, so. Yep. So how many uh, amateur fights in total then as well, mate, have you actually had? Uh, close to a hundred. I'm not okay, sure exactly okay. um, right, right. exact number, but it's around that margin somewhere. Okay, okay. Is that a lot for amateur boxing like you? Yeah, well, a lot of you, mate. I, I did well quite a lot. Um, for starting, when I started, I kind of, you know, it's a good... Between between eighty to hundred, I'm not sure exactly what margin, but it's right there somewhere. Is what you should be doing really if you're an amateur boxer? Like? Well, I suppose everyone's like if you started younger and you done all the youth tournaments and all, then you would obviously be well, having more, you know, because yeah, obviously you've been yeah. doing it longer. But yeah, but yeah, um, <clears throat> I had quite a few first. Starting to well, they started if you know what I mean. So you definitely are on the amateur scene for quite a while here at this stage, then as well, Connor. Or do you, is is that just because you started late? If that makes sense, mate. Well, I don't. I just probably because I started, you know, later. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Probably. You've already still racked out fights up there, haven't you? Too, like. Yeah, I was just like, entering like everything you can enter, and then obviously like. Club shows would have been on them too, you know. Yeah. Like, and then I got going some good trips too, like to America and 
crease and stuff okay, like that. Okay, okay. So now you're sort of starting to make a few more contacts in the game then as well, obviously, mate? Yeah, well, that was through, you know, the dude like, would have been the Aldrum team, would have went to Greece, and then there was an Ulster Select type team with the, the Magnus. It's like, you know, the high performance then as well, and the university, you know, they all do stuff like that, you know, like, so that's how you end up fighting, like, internationally, I suppose. Right, okay, mate, okay. So then see at this stage as well, mate, you're funding all this then as well as an amateur, mate, say, whenever you are going away on these trips, mate? No, well, they, they are paid for by the board, you know, so by the board or whoever's organised that trip. Right, okay, okay. So, so you don't actually... That somebody's is obviously paying for it, but yeah. it's not you as an individual, if you know. Just for obviously anybody sort of listening, mate, because obviously we have a lot of younger sort of, you know, people coming to Dean Samuels, obviously, as well, mate, and obviously maybe wanting to get into a bit of amateur boxing and stuff as well, mate. Yeah, exactly, mate. But just to see if there's any sort of thing, you know, what the hurdles are as well, because it's not just really, right, I choose to be a boxer and then you go away to these places. So, I mean, it's a hard work involved too, like. Yeah, consistency really is. Yeah, yeah, and obviously the want. Yeah, well, this is it. I think um, the good thing there is too is you actually start a bit later too. It's not maybe not too late for anyone to start as well. Like, you that's know, a good thing as well. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. You're it's never, never too, too late, late to start, I suppose. But yeah, I did start when I was 17. That's technically when I had my first fight, so I was 17. And you know, so you can yeah. do it. There's pl plenty of other people started out there later than that, too. Yeah, yeah. First fight with Ruse, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that, Tony? First fight with Ruse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I must be quite daunting, though, as well, mate. You know, even just in the amateurs as well, mate. You know, just walking down to the ring, mate, just knowing it's you versus him, mate. You know what I mean? It's that's, uh, what, <laughs> that's what I like to do. Yeah, it. yeah. It's a, it's a mind game, isn't it? Like, it's a big, big mind game as well. That's it. It's, really, it's just you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you have the ambition, like, when you first started out? Like, obviously, at 17, like, did you say to yourself, like, I want to go pro here? Or were you just well, like, this is a hobby for me? It was, yeah. it was more just a hobby, you know, because obviously, like, when you start at 17, you know, it wasn't, like, something that obviously, you know, like, obviously, people have been doing their whole life from when yeah, they're yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's what all I want, wanted to be, you know. Yeah. But, I started late, so I can't really say that was the case. I just kind of more so a hobby, and then just yeah, yeah. I suppose that is a good thing as well. Being a wee bit more mature at that age as well, and then you just sort of really know that you want to yeah. stay in that lane as well, don't you? Know? You know, if you want to get punched in the face a lot, <laughs> well, that's it. Mate. <laughs> I suppose at least you know it's your decision at that age though as well. You know what I mean? The idea is not to get punched though, isn't it? What's that? The idea is not to get punched. Ah, well, this is it. Well, you're good at that anyway. <laughs> you definitely are, mate. Obviously, we're going to watch it myself, mate, for the, for the homecoming fight. But, uh, so what, what age then? We started off then basically around 17. And what age are you now then, Connor? 28. 28, mate. So obviously, we've been in the game now then 10, 11 years, mate. Yeah. And what age then? Let's skip forward a bit then. Uh, what age have we actually turned pro? I know this is obviously very recent. Um, well, I was 27, so 27. it would have been 10 years as an amateur then. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then let's go behind the sort of thought process uh, to that, mate. Basically, now you're 27 and you feel like this is it. Let's make a yeah. make a pro debut. Well, I would have liked to have actually done a bit younger, you know, so... Yep. But 
COVID and stuff like that. Okay. So it's really took like two years out of the career, really. 100%, yep. Put the brakes on anyway. Yeah. Right, correct. Well, then I was injured, so I, I, I was out for nearly two years, as I said. Um, I was in the Commonwealth Games qualifiers. Okay. And I'd done something to my rotator cuff, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but so I was out for a, a long time. Yeah, obviously a shoulder injury for a boxer makes no good luck. No, definitely not. How did that like sort of affect you? Did it affect you like sort of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, not so much. It was annoying, like because you couldn't, you know. And then I didn't know if I was going to be going back, you know, because. Like, is it gonna be the same after you get it fixed? You know, you don't know. So it was kind of, I suppose it was kind of a, but he didn't know what was going on. Really. What was the Commonwealth Games? Um, the Commonwealth Games, uh, the, the most recent ones. Well, the one you were going to go to. Well, it was the qualifiers I was in, and uh, the guy that got beat me in the final on a three-two split, he went one gold. Alright, Dan, I was talking about this. Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's definitely ringing a bell to me. Yeah, well, he got the nod on a 3-2 split anyway. Okay. So. How did you feel after that? Well, I, I, that was really probably, I didn't like that one because I thought it out of one, so. Of course, man. Yeah. Since we just sort of seen the other side of boxing now as well, Connor. Yeah, well, everybody knows how corrupt it is. Yeah, it can is. be quite tough, can't it, but as well, I mean, do you know what I mean? Sometimes in the amateurs, if it's not a decisive you know, knockout win, it can just be swayed to the other fighter, mate. Yeah. Depends where you're fighting or, you know, sort of where the home crowd is or even the home judges or whatever, mate. It's, it seems a very, very tough sport to actually come through the amateur ranks in, to be honest now, mate. Yeah, there's not much over here if you're not number one as such. And, you know, it's hard to progress on to, like, that level, you know, like if on the Irish team and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it seems like once the O goes, mate, it's quite difficult to progress, well, isn't it, as well? Yeah, like? it's just like, with, if they're, you know, it's usually just like, that when the person gets on it, they're, you know, they're not going to be coming off that team, pretty much. Oh, okay, well. okay. You know. That was probably a, a real tough one to take, I suppose, like, you know, the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, 100%, mate, and no one well, do you think it's not, With, like, boxing as well, like, Obviously, you know, I play football, so it's, it feels like, you know, if we get beat one week, we can go out the next week and, like, correct the fed. Yeah, 100%. Like, boxing's boxing's like, critical, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that for, yeah. till basically till the next time you fight. <coughs> 100%. Yeah, and it knocks you down the ladder as well, do you know what I mean? It's That's it. Is. Amateur, amateur losing as an amateur doesn't, it's not the same as losing as, pro, like, professional, because, obviously, you just, you just watch boxing, but... If you're climbing up the ladder in the pro ranks and you get beat, then you go back down the ladder, you know? Yeah, exactly, mate. I but at a very quick rate, too, isn't it? Yeah, well, so you can, go from the, you can go from the top to the bottom very quickly. Yeah, exactly, mate. Oh, what was it sort quick. of like, though, as well, like trying to actually pick a, you know, yeah, or so a boxing, you know, coach? Yeah, yeah. Um, do people approach you, Connor? Do you approach them? What way does that actually work? You know, sort of, you've, you've came to the decision now that you don't want to be an amateur anymore, mate. And, you know, now it's actually time to chase the pro ranks. Do you know what I mean? So what, what is the next move there, mate? How do you actually approach that? Well, I it was something I wanted to do. And then I kind of just, I knew, I know Dan anyway, because he boxed with me in Monkstown. Okay. 
and he's obviously a professional boxing coach now. Yep. So I was debating like with the idea of you know toying with the idea of actually turning over. Okay. Because it's not just it's not just to turn up to fight, you know, and it's perfect. Like there's tickets and yes, mate. You know, it's sponsors and things that are in it. Yeah, it's not just uh, you know, like when you're amateur, you enter a competition, you fight, and that's it. You know, but in this, there's obviously ticket sales and show costs and. Yep, you're now promoting yourself, etc. Too. Yeah. Mate. Yep. Yep. So there's a lot more involved than just getting in the ring, you know, exactly. which is obviously trying to train and box and doing that at the same time, you know. Yeah, working a full-time job, mate. Yeah, well, it's that's a sacrifice, it. isn't it? This is, if you go to, the, the, like, you know, if you get signed by, like, a big promotion company, like, if you had, like, if you went to the Commonwealth Games and won or, like, the Olympics, then obviously it makes your, you know, transition easier because they're, training full time then you know if they're yeah the money's like there as big well sign on fees and yeah exactly but that's where the amateur background comes in you know like in not like olympics and so that's why i wanted would obviously have liked to win the commonwealth as well because it puts you you know if you it's go there and win gold like ladder, isn't it really yeah you're jumping it pretty yeah, quickly you know yeah, yeah. so but yeah it's so now we've you've obviously ran into dan anderson then mate and yeah. you've came to the decision that Dan's the one. Yeah, so basically we're gonna be your head coach now, mate. Yeah, well, when I was talking with the idea of going then I uh mailed Dan because I'm no as I say, I know Dan anyway, we boxed together and yeah, he's yeah. a good coach. So it's like a building process for them, like they're not in it like most professional boxers coaches aren't in it for the money, you know, because okay, okay. there's not big money in it until yeah, you yeah. know, until obviously but So for instance, you know, but your your first fights over in Wales. So yeah. obviously yourself, Derek, Dan, they're compulsory for, to go. Do you know what I mean? So what, is that the sponsors that I kick in to help obviously get you away yeah. to these events and stuff? Yeah, so that would the sponsors would be the most important, obviously, when you're fighting away at the start. Yeah, yeah. Because it's fu- you have to fund it. You yeah, know? It's really not just putting the gloves on. So it's not, man. No. It's really not. Like, there's so much more behind this. Like, it's, Yeah, it can be. Uh, then that's why a lot of people don't go through for that reason as well right, you know because there's if you can't sell tickets and then then you, you can't fight really yeah, you know at yeah, the start yeah, when you're yeah. building your and that's why you want to be around sort of the local circuit at the start then as well yeah well, get that's the sort of like grassroots the, following it that's like the small hall shows and then obviously you have like so the odyssey it's completely different yeah. you know when you climb up the ladder and you're fighting in there it's you know big time yeah <laughs> the tickets sell themselves you yeah, know yeah, 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 you meant, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they've, nice they've built their for people and they've built their profile, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not easy, like, and then obviously, you are working full time at the minute as well, Connor. So, even walk us through, you know, sort of, you know, it's Monday morning, you know, walk us through your sort of working week slash your training week as well. I mean, you know, tell people actually sort of how dedicated you actually are, mate, because me living sort of so close to you as well, mate, you know, sometimes I leave the house. You know, quarter past seven, you could be away already. Sometimes I'm home <laughs> for maybe, yeah, like eight at nine at night and you're not home yet. You know, busy. not that I'm sort of stalking you a bit there. <laughs> but uh, obviously I know the sort of setup. But, uh, Get the club Yeah, but you know, what, what is your sort of working week slice training week then, Connor? Give us a bit of an insight what it actually takes, mate, to, to, to be a pro boxer, mate. 
Well, you're training every day. So. Well, picture, picture we're in camp at the minute then. So we're not, we're not in, or sorry, we're in camp. So say you have to be eight weeks ready, certain weight, walk us through that sort of thing. You know, integrated with your work life as well. Shows how hectic it actually is, mate. Well, I work eight to four. Yep. And then go from, and I'm a plumber yeah, as well. That's so five days a week, mate. Yeah, Monday yep. to Friday. Yep, yep. And uh, so I do eight to four. And then I drive from, obviously, work to the gym. Mm-hmm. Which isn't too bad because I uh, got uh, my wee work in Belfast all the time, mm-hmm. so do maintenance, uh, and then I drive from obviously work to dance gym, okay, which is on the Crumlin Road. Yes, mate. And so it's a, so you'd be there for about quarter past twenty past four, mm-hmm. then you'd be there till after six. Right, right. Then obviously if you're in camp. Know your dad's obviously, a yeah. So, you sort of like meals and all prepped at this stage, then as well, mate. Obviously, yeah. Um, well, my mum and dad actually make my lunch still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I'm in Always handy, but you actually need that help, yeah. Well, you actually do. Need, you need that help, like, and especially yeah. then we think, well, they're wee things, but big but things, big aren't things, they? Yeah, like, yeah, as well, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you wouldn't make a weight without you know, and you, you don't have time to do it, yeah, exactly, mate. Like, you're going home and then you. You make them make dinner, yeah. you know, make dinner and then make lunch and sure. train every day and yeah, work every day. Like exactly. It's just exactly. Shout out to the mum and dad. Yeah, That's definitely. <laughs> get brownie points, get, get some more lunch. I'm sure <laughs> there is days like you're going, I just don't want to go to the gym here. Like. Yeah, I mean, come on. like Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't think anybody wants to train every day, do they? But no, no. Well, not, you'd always have a rest day, like so it's six days, but it's not seven. Rest them on a Sunday, obviously. Then yeah, it. well, that's what I do. Like, but then, but then when people are boxing full time and don't have to work, you know, if they've. Uh, well, see that that would be the dream, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, that's the, the ultimate that, goal, no? That's what you know. Obviously, that's the the daily burden. Yeah. That's a nice fresh one for Connor, and we're going to grab another wee quick 10-15 minutes chat then on the sofa and see what the future holds for Connor. Let's see. Night. Troops, we are literally just back for another quick 10-15 minutes with Connor, um, obviously after his haircut, to see what the future holds for King Kong. So let's get to it, mate. Night. So, Connor, the next uh, obviously stage of the career, mate, is obviously we're going for 3-0. and uh, So what is the forecast then, mate? We're obviously thinking after Christmas. Yeah, um, so I'll be going for my third that'll be in the new year yeah 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 I'm there. but um where and that'll be hopefully belfast as well so <coughs> and obviously i'm gonna watch the lie of mr anderson then as well tell the man unreal unreal yeah. happy days so yeah and, uh, so what as well just what's the toughest sort of challenges that you've actually sort of faced within boxing like whether it be your amateur career or you know, obviously you've, you've had your f- three pro fights there. What's what's the sort of toughest thing that you've actually came up against? Like, like it could be mentally, it could be physically. But what is the actual? No, it would be the mental side of it. Um, <coughs> like weight and weight and you know, going out and you know doing things that you shouldn't be doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like drinking and stuff like that. You know, like it's all 
it has to be you have to be like you've done your dad too huh yeah so you have to be strict on what you do or you know very disciplined you just got to yeah. make it hard for yourself really isn't it like yeah and if you don't obviously prepare properly and then you get in the ring it's not <laughs> you know you can't hide when you're yeah, in the well ring that's like. when it's actually going to show then if you haven't put the work in I suppose isn't it yeah because like if you're not preparing properly and doing things right yeah, yeah. and as you say there like it can be quite easy for people to be like yes he come out tonight you know or what's the sort of support network like around you like um, in terms of that you know is people sort of so like right he's actually training you know I'm, I'm just going to let him be kind of thing or yeah well um, if you kind of because you've been doing it that long now kind of it seems normal but yeah no one like I would be left alone like if you're in training camp you know people don't like try and egg you on the deuce yeah yeah, yeah. obviously when you're older it's different but you know, even when I was younger, they wouldn't, you know, like, going out stuff, they wouldn't uh, Is it hard enough, though, sort of, on the relationship as well, you know, obviously with the missus and stuff? When I'm on the way, come on. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, like. Shall they go for dinner? Angry. Uh, <laughs> almost like she's the live like a boxer then as well, sort of. Yeah, but it's just good. She likes it. She's very supportive, like, she does. She's her, you know, she doesn't ever miss a dent, you know, for, as far, like, where I'm putting, like in, I'm doing. No matter if you, it's not in the double boxing or not, you know, just. Right. So yeah. Then. Supportive sort of inside and outside around you. Yeah. Right. And then, obviously, you need that, don't you? Like, oh, big time. Like to go for it with you at the same time. So, yeah. so you probably feel like sitting in jail camp as well. I suppose yeah. it's a good sport though as well that if you sort of are, you know, not fight with the misses like, but a bit of an argument, then you're going to the gym to hit the pads the you know it could be sure it's a good thing and a bad thing as well you know as long as only the pads are hit yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> get her to hold them maybe one time oh it was sad you've obviously like you know it can be you would say like you've maybe distanced yourself maybe from a couple of friends and stuff because you've actually been training but like even when you see your fights though like all your friends are still there you know you maybe have to distance yourself for the training camps but then all your friends are like actually at the yeah, the boxing. yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, you need that too, don't you? Like, which is um, very, it's good at the start. Yeah. It must be uh, like a bit of a buzz, you know, getting the tickets sold as well. You know, sort of seeing that sort of support rolling in for you too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that way where I have got a good support, like you know, from friends and family. Like, yeah. so you know, it's good, it's good, obviously, because without them, you can do it. Definitely, definitely. You know, so it's good, like obviously, more moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Like you need the ticket sales as we spoke about earlier. Be, you know, at Move the start forward. when you're on the small holes, you have to sell tickets. Like so. Okay. Um, um, mate, you'll always have our support that way as well. Like, and how do people then? So like obviously you say about sponsors there. We talked about in the thing. So how do sponsors actually sort of get in contact with you, or how do they actually come on board with the sponsorships? Well, um, it's a, a easier now, obviously, because you can just do social media. You know put up like a sponsorship opportunity put, like post and could sit and then if they won't contact you you would send them the thing over where you know it's made for you like it obviously like you know logos on shorts and yeah you're promoting them as a sensor so yeah, if someone so wants to do it then they just contact you directly or yeah. is it, is it uh, anderson boxing or no it's just me directly yeah so like when i done it i put up a post yeah and then loads of people were sharing it again it's a support thing isn't it because people sharing it and then people get in contact so yeah exactly which and I, I forget like quite a 
other sponsors as well that came on through seen on the shorts the last yeah, time yeah, and the t shirt. So I've been lucky that way too for support, you know. Because yeah. without obviously settling tickets and the sponsors then yeah. you know it makes it easier for like like you wouldn't have been going to Wales without sponsors, yeah, you know, then you're not be paying for it out of your own yeah, pocket. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. makes it like a lot easier. And I've been lucky that way because there's there's quite a few on there too. So and what's the best thing about boxing? Like, what is the what actually like makes you love it? It's a lot of skin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably like one of the hardest sports you can do. You know, like as in because it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're just good. At, like you can't just you know turn up and be good at. Like you have to actually train. Yeah, you know, you can be like the best. Ba- like be the best the, like the football sort of side of it. You know, basically, like there's eleven people on that pitch, so two, three people could just have a bad game, and the other eight people carry yeah. them. Like sort right. of, you know what I mean? But in that boxing, like it's one on one. So if you're underperforming, like it's it's you under the lights. It's obviously going to be seen. It's not performing. That's it. So it's a lot of pressure. That there, Connor. So you know I mean? Like if you don't prepare properly, then yeah, yeah. You can be the best boxer in the world, and if you can't breathe yeah, when you're in there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, there's whole. I a lot of a lot of fighters say that it's sort of one before you even get to the ring, isn't it? You know, yeah, well, that's that it. Like, I mean, yeah. if you, it is a hard sport, as in you know all the preparation for that one fight it yeah, takes yeah. months. You know. But even even when I went to watch you um, for your homecoming fight. You know, there was a decent crowd. You know, I was I was even nervous for you. Do you know what I mean? I was even thinking to myself, God, like there he is. You know, walking out to the home fans, music was pumping, and then just what a performance he even put on that stage as well. So you able to sort of blank out, you know, who is in the crowd and what's going on in the background, get in under the lights and get what needs done done. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you come when you coming out, you get that whole buzz. But see, when you're after when you. When you start fighting, you forget. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I do anyway. Yeah. You know, block out the noise. Uh, like, yeah, I'm sure it's hard. <laughs> yeah, you just you're you, in the zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't even hear like hear what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, but obviously because it was my homecoming, then yeah, it was like debut all over again. You know, yeah, exactly. Obviously, I had the, you had the nerves in it. Yeah, so. yeah. But bit heartbreaking though in the in the first fight then as well. Obviously, expecting the family to be there, and um, then that doesn't obviously. You know, happened for you, but the missus was there. Derek was there. Yeah. So a bit of a silver lining for you, but even that sort of, you know, to even just truck on and get the first pro win under the belt without that support there was brilliant too. I like, know, and then obviously it's all a mental game. It is because they could have let that all. Yeah, away, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It is what it is. Yeah. Get the win, get home again. Found not too bad that way. Be like that anyway for you know some people. Maybe it would throw them off. Yeah, you know? yeah, hear you, mate. Yeah, yeah. It is so. Like it does throw people off and stuff don't happen, but I mean the, that's the like that's a difference in your ways too. You are very focused, like yeah, hundred percent. You know, like even and and anything that you sort of talk about and stuff, like nothing seems to really phase you. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. literally just like I'm doing this, and that's that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. That's it. Cool, calm and collected. Me. Like, be, like, I don't, you know, like, I mean, well, you don't have to, but I mean, I've always been like that. If I said I'm going to do something, I'll do it, you know. Class. But I always said I'd be turned for, like, I wanted to be turned for. I remember you saying that for a, a long time. Yeah, it's your younger people probably just like, aye. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a dream, I dead on, on, you know. So then you actually do it. It's good, you know, to actually follow through. Exactly. But to, to follow through with it, mate, 
you know, with a full-time job, mate, with a full-time missus, you know, even living with your missus, you know, it's just a lot of dedication involved to it, mate. You know, a lot of people just want to sort of do the nine to five, get the paycheck, and just be just a bit of comfort zone after, after work. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you're like, right, I get work done, and then it's actually personal development after that though, as well. Go to work twice a day. Yeah, yeah. I, think <laughs> it's, I think it's class, man, honestly. Like, it's, then it's different When you've been that. doing that for all them years, um, yeah. you, even you know how long you do your... Yeah, 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 suppose. Sometimes I'm like, what's going on here? I've <laughs> <laughs> got all the time in the world. Your brain can't compute, mate. Yeah, I suppose though, it's all worth it when you get your hand raised at the end yeah, of that match. Yeah, that like, must be amazing. Like, just with other clients. Yeah, the, I think so. It's the best part. Like, the apple. The best part, like, to obviously, of course, just winning. That's why you're going in there for. Yeah, like, but yeah, I suppose that's why you're doing it, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably a buzz. Yeah, it's why yeah, you're yeah. doing it, you know. I've never actually really thought to myself, why am I doing this? But yeah, yeah. You know, if you actually yeah. think about it, it's probably a, a, it's a buzz that I can only yeah. imagine. It's like, when I'm like, see, being yeah. three and oh, like, that's flipping. Yeah, yeah. That must be like, well, he's like, two and oh, now, but uh, yeah, so obviously, with the, the third the one, next one, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like, three and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you will, bro. Yeah, but then obviously, then the forecast coming up, then mate, is obviously just keep the head down over Christmas here. Obviously, yeah. not too much turkey, mate. No, <laughs> just no. in case that has to come back up again pretty quickly. That's it, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, um, I'll be able to enjoy cr- Christmas, uh, like, because, you know, I'm at, like, I'll be able to eat my Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing worse for me when it comes Yeah, yeah, that's Christmas. what I was thinking. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. Was it yeah. the islands or in January? Near Horrible. Fuck, I don't want to eat Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, why am why am I doing this? Myself, you know yeah, I mean? see, it's all a test, isn't it? That's it. Everyone's eating the stuff and dreaming, and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry, you have fresh air and lettuce <laughs> for three weeks. Sweat too long eating your Christmas dinner. Oh, uh, but then that probably like. You know, when you're in the ring then with that boy, you know, sort of three, four weeks after, you have to be taking that aggression out on that boy, you know, like, sort of saying, 100%. I've missed this because of you, sort of thing. Like. The weight cutting, the making weight's probably the hardest part, right. you know, because you need to do it right or else. Yeah, going you to know, feed yourself too, mate. Can't, if you don't do it right, then you end up no energy. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, you're going to fight somebody, mate, no. so deadly, like. You're going to fight somebody, mate. You've zero energy. It's obviously a downfall. Like that certainly doesn't help. Bad crack. crack. <laughs> Bad crack. Something like that. I'm well ahead of you, and you've no <laughs> no food in you for three yeah, weeks. Yeah, doesn't help. <laughs> you know, like pe- people do, like weight cuts and you know, like water cuts and they like try like try and get as close to it. Yeah, sort of stay ready, mate. Yeah. yeah, so I would just try and stay low, so you yeah. know. I personally know that about you, obviously from cutting your hair, obviously now for good few years mate you know sometimes you come in mate the cheeks are a bit fuller <laughs> sometimes you come in mate they're obviously yeah <laughs> a lot more sunk in mate you know what I mean I can sort of tell when you're in camp and when you're outside of camp as well like I just got a wee bit of meat down the yeah cheeks. definitely 100% <laughs> bit of insulation mate 100%. Fluffy. Yeah, fluffy yeah. Weller. Yeah, yeah. but no just like sort of obviously just to like sort of recap with you then Connors you know what I mean mate you've went into the amateurs quite late mate you're Around 16, 17, you've kept the head down, mate. You took your wins, you took your losses. Um, and then, obviously, mate, the dedications came to turn pro. And now we're sitting at 2-0, mate, with a, a big, bright future, mate. Do you know what I mean? And, obviously, just with the support here with us at Dean Samuels, mate, um, we just want to see you grow. <laughs> like, literally, over the next few months, maybe in 12 months' time, we'll get you back on, mate, and 
We'll see what the record is. We were saying that to Dan last yeah. time, weren't we? Like, I think that's what we will do next time, is obviously just get you both on as a pair next time, and obviously just then see how you get on as a collaboration, yeah. mate, you know what I mean? And obviously see what the, the behind the scenes is too, like. Yeah, big time. But I uh, just asked as well. So, do you plan like six months ahead or a year ahead, yeah. or is it like two months ahead, or is it every day, or what's what's Wait, the sort of? Do you mean as in like training wise, or like, like sort of? Obviously, you will have your training and then the fight. So, like, do you like do you sort of have a plan? Like, I'll have a fight in six months, so I need to train up to that uh, that six months, or like how how does it go? Just living the lifestyle. It's sort of the fight is always around the corner, basically. Yeah, it's kind of. When you're at the start, obviously you need to be active. Yeah. So, do you not really know where you're going to be down in six months' time? No, yeah, so you're just training. You know, you're just training. Obviously, when you're in camp, you're training for that fight. But when you're out of camp, then that's when you start like doing stuff with, you know, working on other stuff. Okay. You know, like trying, to, you know, progressing really when you're not actually, you know, in a like fight camp. You know, so it's a bit more kind of relax I suppose you know like as in you can try to like if you go to the gym and you're fighting next two weeks you're going to be hammering an hour, hour and a half training session but if you're not making weight and you know you can practice stuff you know like yeah. it would be your coach I mean you know yeah. like pads like do stuff that you know you wouldn't usually be like be good at or like new sharpen up new skills etc yeah that's it and, like so you work on your weaknesses really yeah, yeah, yeah. or else just trying to do a like a new thing that you don't. 100%. So like obviously the box will be punches and like feet work and yeah. new stuff like that. So. Okay. So mate, see for our listeners, mate, and our viewers, um, have you you've only got a personal Instagram account? Have you got an Instagram obviously set up for the I pro boxing as well, mate, or is it just your your just personal personal Instagram? Which is literally just Connor Kerr then, isn't it? Mate? Yeah. Um, it's Connor Kerr 25 awesome, just, awesome. just obviously give our listeners and our viewers a chance to get following you mate obviously get a bit of traction for yourself potential sponsors yeah exactly mate uh, 100% is that's what we're it. looking for for you like yes so obviously just to see the, the progression alongside me and Jordan as well and I'd just like to say mate obviously absolute pleasure to actually have you on here because obviously you were a good friend of Dean's as well yeah mate um, 100% and yeah man, I know he'd be proud of you as well mate yeah that's it yeah. So thank you very much, mate. Yeah. Appreciate the time. I think we'll end on that note before we all start crying. Yeah. 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 Yeah.